You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 207. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Like and Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 207. Caca! Caca! Miss you, CC. No CC, no Spanish in numbers today. That's right. Memberless. Yeah, memberless, um, but not, not, not here in spirit. Uh, CC's off doing uh, his Mardi Gras happenings. I think this is almost becoming an annual <laughs> thing where he goes to D.C. Mardi Gras, Mamba, CC, yeah. yeah I really had a good time whenever his daughter was the princess over there, so... It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I've invited to go, been invited to go a couple of times. Never made it, but uh, I know they had a great time. And uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. Mm. Not for you. I know that's not really your cup of tea, but not my cup of tea. You probably won't see me there, um, <laughs> and I'll probably foresee us seeing you there in mm, t minus twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably maybe, be a while. Maybe longer. <laughs> Um, we're going to come to y'all with the topic today on what motivates you in life. So, you know, we, we, you know, have a podcast on motivation and inspiration. John and I were kicking around some topics and I was like, you know, I don't know if there's just been things around me lately or people, et cetera, that can kind of motivate you, get the, the wheels turning, uh, preferably so to speak. So we're going to come to you on a topic with that. John, what you think about that, buddy? Yeah, man, I think it's a good topic. I think, um, you know, there are ways that, you can improve your life and other people's lives around you um, by doing that. Uh, so there's certainly a lot of opportunities for it. Yeah, man. So I think it's going to be a good cast. Before we uh, move into it, though, we're going to move over to the weekly segment of Would You Rather? And, John, what you got today, man? Well, we're going to talk about Would You Rather Be Motivated or Be the Motivator? Mm. That's a good question, man. It's a good question. Man, I honestly don't know. Um, stumped I, them, I folks. very, we stumped very them. much enjoy my initial thoughts are, so I'm going to, I'm going to go CC and just walk both sides of the line here. <laughs> my, I'm just going to be honest about that. My initial thoughts are, man, I really like being motivated, like, and inspired. Um, you know, that could be various things, kind of what I wrote down people in my life, family, friends, uh, could be people you see on TV, people you hear about, uh, people's perspectives on life. I think it's really important to, to, you know, part of our gifts God gives us for people to motivate us, but also on the flip side, us to potentially motivate people through our actions, how we handle ourselves, maybe, you know, in the community with our families at work. So I would like to think, man, I hope the way I carry myself would motivate some people too. Um, so I really don't know, man. I'm going to just stick with, I'm going to go with CC and be on both sides of this man. CC, I know what you would say. Okay. That's my next thing. What do you think CC would say? I think CC would probably walk on both sides of the line, even though at the same time, I, I know he loves Tony. And so he loves being motivated, but I think CC likes, you know, I, I look at his leadership on like acts retreats and things like that. And CC has motivated me in my life. And I know he knows that. 
So I think he probably also likes the side of, you know, the way he em- carries himself and people emulate himself after, like I think his daughters and their friends, you know, especially their friends that are fellas, they tend to really look up to Craig. And I think Craig likes that side too. So I could see him saying both. What do you think? Yeah, man, I agree. I think that would be, you know, we're <laughs> – Ironically, this doesn't happen a ton. I don't feel like we're right on the same page with that. You know, I really think that it's something that's important for him, um, looking at the young people who are involved in his family's life, particularly to uh, kind of motivate some of those people to choose a uh, more wholesome or uh, good path. Um, but on the same side, you know, he loves Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Tony's a big man in his life. Walking on fire, motivated. Uh, walk, like walking on fire. So he I definitely would walk both sides of the line. What about you, man? Man, you know, I think there's a time and place, um, to be motivated and, you know, to be the motivator. Uh, I've certainly seen that in my life in many aspects. So, I'm going to walk the line with y'all too today. Um, Man, and just I don't know if we've all three been in unison ever. <laughs> like five times. Yeah, not, not, not that often. Over the 207 episodes, uh, this pretty uncommon occurrence. So, yeah, I think there's a great opportunity and a great need for both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to the topic. That's good. Would you rather? Good way to kind of bring us into it. Um, you know, I, I kind of written down some things on what motivates me in, in my life. Uh, so, John, let's just maybe hop on into them because we're both at this particular place. Well, the first thing I really wrote down here was my wife. I think that Alexandra really, the way she kind of carries herself and treats other people and um, is very, you know, we journal. Both of us journal a lot. And then sometimes she'll she'll kind of go through, hey, what, what you thinking about? What's going on? And, man, she will read like she journals prayers that are just like, mind-blowing to you and I'm like man like I'll we were just in Highlands and she was reading one to me and I was just like sat there like man I need to I need to up my game here. <laughs> uh, you know so like that's what really literally came to my head first like hearing her like read that some of her thoughts and the way she acts and stuff but like especially in that realm like I'm like man you need to like put these prayers in a book you know because some people like to have prayers to read and so that's one of my first things that comes to my mind I'm sure you can maybe relate to that in some ways yeah man I agree you know I'll those of us that know you well, it's definitely a motivating thing to see that she's, you know, hanging there with you because you can be a handful, buddy. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> she would, she would not say that at all. <laughs> it's fast paced life. That's <laughs> fast paced life. No, just picking at you. No, but I agree. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, starting off with your family is a great way to look. Um, certainly my wife has plenty of uh, wonderful qualities that uh, help motivate and inspire me. But, you know, for me, I talk about it a lot. And um, I know one day you're going to get there too whenever you start seeing the little people in your life. Those are the big things that... Get in the boat, so to speak, as John said in his prayer. Get in the boat, baby. Get in the boat (laughs) and start seeing how these little people affect your life and make you feel about yourself and make you feel how you want to project yourself um, to them and to everyone else in the community. So whenever they look at you, they see something that you're going to be um, proud about, excited about, and want them to share with other people because, I mean, they're highly influenceable. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they take a – they're highly emotional also with a, to the same extent. So it's a fine line trying to, you know, keep them in line – discipline they're just trying to experience not, all the human emotions but not not overly stress any point you know for me i've talked about it many many times 
I like to do the free range raising of the children. And for the most part, it works out pretty well unless we're in church. So other than church, it gets a little. Or unless you're trying to get bath time it going. It gets a little, a little hectic with not, you know, we're disrupting other people's worship time. And, and uh, it's a little uncomfortable. But yeah. yeah. We've seen Those little you folks. coming back from communion a lot with your hands full. <laughs> hands full. Well, you know, that I think that's a, a great example, too, and something I'm looking forward to one day. And um, another one that kind of came to my mind is, you know, I used to use the Laudate app a lot, and they would have the saints of the day on it. And you see kind of the lives that saints lived. Um, and I think that you've kind of probably looked and read about some of them over, the, over your time as well. That can be extremely uh, motivating, inspiring, and in the how to live your life, how to, you know, maybe keep your head up when you're in some adversity and, and or just kind of doing the the right thing or wearing the Lord on your sleeve, so to speak, things like that. What do you think about that example? Man, I think it's a great example. And, you know, a lot of the saints, you know, they didn't start off being saints. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, look at um, the Apostle Paul, you know, he was one of the people who were persecuting and killing um the original followers of Jesus, and then after his conversion, you know, obviously moved on into sainthood. So it's not something that, you know, you hear these great stories about mm -hmm. the things that they accomplish and they achieve and where they end, but uh, a lot of times you don't see where they start off. Which can be so, very motivating in and of itself. Which can be a motivating thing for people, I think, if you're not where you want to be. You can look and say, okay, well, I look at this overall story of this person. Okay, they didn't start off. They weren't born like this. And some of them are. You know, some of the saints certainly are. Like Teresa of Avila. Right. Yeah. As children, they're just um, unusual uh, to that extent. But, you know, a lot of people uh, fall in the category where they start off in a rough spot and then over time grow. So I think that's a, a great motivating thing for people who are um, struggling with things or who are maybe not where they want to be in life and give them a... Uh, a long-term goal of how to a path to get there, I guess. Absolutely. And I think, you know, just like with those examples and another one that kind of comes to my mind here is like people who are fighting a disease or an illness, you know, the perspective that it can give, you know, not only motivate you, but give you some perspective in your own life uh, or the angle of man, generally speaking, if you look around, somebody's probably, if you're going through something and you're not super stoked about it, Somebody probably going through something worse than you are at the at the time period. What do you think about that angle through the, you know, you have the the positive things you may see and so forth, like people doing an amazing job at their, you know, job, or like I'll see a coach in the NFL, extremely motivated. I'm like, dude, it's like 36, coaching the National Football League, right? But then you have the flip of that, people going through some pretty significant adversity in life and the perspective or mindset that they have and the motivation that that can give you in your own life. Yeah, you know, um, I think that's a big thing. Um, I have a brother-in-law who's going through some significant health concerns right now, and uh, he shares a lot of stories with people who are going through the same kind of cancer treatment therapy that he is. And uh, just hearing his particular story, you know, he's in a pretty tough spot, uh, mm -hmm. and a lot of the people that he is talking with online and friends with as a result of that are uh, in that tough spot also. Um, so he draws on strength from hearing their stories and struggles, and I think it's a great thing, a great motivation, a great unity for people, regardless of where they are, to have, you know, that shared experience, whether it be something really traumatic and difficult like he's going through uh, with his melanoma treatment, or if it's something, you know, people having struggles at home with family, kids, uh, you know, I think there's, you know, a wide array of things that you can look to. Yeah, and you've, you've shared some of the stories um 
with your brother-in-law and it's been extremely the mindset outlook and i know you you might hit on that a little bit has been you know excellent and i think that can really bring a lot of positivity and it has into my own life um and then you see kind of you know people maybe on tv or other people you know who have gone through something and i think perspective outlook is extremely motivating you know and or seeing someone else overcome something in their life can motivate you what do you think about that angle you know for me, I, I really like to, even either myself, if I've been down a road, oh, man, okay, I have a past experience, so I know I can do this. Or, man, I've seen someone else do that. So that can give you, like, the motivation to be like, okay, I can do this too. Yeah, I think I think that's a great thing that um, is a great tool that we can use in many, many different aspects. You know, if you have some issue going on, there chances are somebody else has been through that. Mm-hmm. So you can look, you know, look for motivation, inspiration, look for hope in different avenues, you know, like we've talked about before, you know, there are podcast, different podcasts out. You can listen to books, you can read, Mm -hmm. uh, autobiographies, you know, a lot of different resources that you can lean on to get perspective on whatever the particular issue may be that you're dealing with. Yeah. I also like when it comes to motivation, like athletes, I, I like athletics and, you know, you see people at the highest level, you know, maybe a professional athlete, college athlete, something like that. And then you see people like our buddy Sean doing what he's doing over there, training, and so it kind of motivates you to say, golly, you may not be in the best shape or you may be trying to get in better shape or you may have a goal to try to compete in some race or on a marathon, do whatever you want to do. I think that's extremely motivating to me, seeing other people push the human body to a point that, you know, uh, you can't excel to those higher levels because sometimes when you're working out, you go, I don't want to go to the gym today. Or, oh, man, I don't want to do this. And then you see what someone else is doing and you're like, OK, I need to get my butt up off the couch. Let's get going. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We're talking about uh, Sean Corcoran, uh, Circle of Life podcast. I think it was episode 15, 16, somewhere around there. On we ours, did, yeah. We did uh, two two-parter. different, a two-parter for him. He was so long-winded. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, he's in kind of the same kind of mindset as me. You know, he's got five kids, like I have three of them um, that they adopted. And he just came to the realization one day that, man, I want to be able to do things with my kids that currently I can't do he had a foot injury and he had some uh, extra weight that he was carrying around that he wanted to get rid of so for him you know just like I was talking about the kids were a great motivator for him to be able to you know help him turn his life around so for a lot of times he gets up at 4 a.m most of the time his diet is brown rice and chicken so it's it's not something that's really a enjoyable me thinking about it because you know i love to eat and you on the other hand you know eat to live so different perspectives i guess help make some of those things a little bit more easy but um you know i think a lot of people kids are a great motivator Mm -hmm. yeah no doubt about it man well there hot dog man lake charles has anything happened to made you pump the brakes hit the gas you know i think it's gonna be hit the gas on this Punch it, Chewy. Yeah, I'm going to swing it back over to Highlands. Um, Mm. So we had some extreme weather come through last week. I I think down over here in Lake Charles, y'all were in teens, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we saw it coming in. Originally, we were supposed to go to Highlands this week when the weather's like 50 up there and 30 low. And uh, we looked on the weather, though, and it was like three and four degrees low a couple days. So we decided, golly, got the houses up there. Probably need to go look after them after, you know, some... A little bit of angst the year before, had a pipe burst and never really had to deal with that. So I was like, let's get up there in case something happens. So we hit the gas and drove ourselves to Highlands. 
And we were supposed to come home. We stayed up there for like six days. We were supposed to come home Saturday and said, ah, Lee, you know, um, you stay here a little longer because it's going to get four and five degrees. And so wound up staying there, had a great time, got the experience. I'd never been in that cold of weather. The high was 17 one day, low three. And so turned out, did have a, a one of the pipes froze up. Thank God I did not have a break. Um, <laughs> but you know, it was motivating for me. And my perspective was, okay, I've already done this. So when it was like, the person was renting the house, they texted me, they're like, hey, the shower's not draining. And I was like, oh, code red. Um, but, you know, very blessed. I had some people up there who hopped in and uh, helped us out. I mean, my buddy's dad came out there and had a this uh, thing, like a heater, commercial heater. I mean, it's about half the size of this table, man. Like, because they thought the pipe was froze. And then, like, they're plunging in. They got in the house. Huh? Yeah, I'm sure my neighbors were like, this guy, he just keeps trying to come up here in the cold. Like half the people, like three quarters of the people winterizing there, the heck out of there. And um, so, you know, hit the gas, went to Highlands, had a great time. Nonetheless, I told Alexander, man, it tells you you really like a place when it's freezing cold and you got two days worth of problems at the house because then the next renter comes in. I don't know if I tell you this, the next renter comes. So we had two renters while we were there, one of the houses. And um, she comes in, we get the, the whole thing like thawed out, fixed, unclogged, shower's working great, test it twice. And then bam, it, it was like seven the night this happened. Then it warms up for two days and bam, back down to three one day and five the other. I wake up, she texts me. She's like, everything's great. I'm like, oh man, fantastic. I tried to convince her not to come because it was so cold. I was like, oh, dude, yeah, you I remember six? you telling me that. She winds up uh, coming. She's like, I'm a game it, bring my space heater, bring my blankets. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just letting you know, have a backup. So sure enough, then like 30 minutes later from it, went to being great. She, she texts me. She's like, shower's not draining. I was like, golly. And it's like the P-trap in there is just freezing up a little bit. And this lady, I give her some major credit. Doubt she'll ever listen to this podcast. But she's freaking scooped out the water, put some boiling water down there, plunged it, and bam, got it herself. Nice. <laughs> Dude. Wow, Renner! I was like, God, that's dog. a good Renner. Yeah, dude, great Renner, <laughs> great Renner. So, but it was, it was, you know, that perspective and outlook when this happened the year before to me, I freaked out pretty bad. I didn't know what was going on, but this time, kind of leaned on the past experience and was like, okay, and nothing burst. You know, thankfully we were there. Made, made had we not been there, I'm not sure this would have been get on it as quick as we could. Ice could have expanded, whatever. So. So as far as the climate is there, um, is that unusually cold, single digits like that? I mean, yeah, I was, remember me, you, and Green Paul were there, yeah, and it, overnight it was in mm-hmm. seven degrees, something like that. But it yeah, doesn't normally get that cold. This the, time I think of year, the lows or? don't get that cold. Like when me and you and Green Paul went, I think the highs flushed up there into like probably the thirties or forties. But it said on my weather app we were uh, twenty below the average for whatever day that was that this was happening. So. Um, and really, kind of cold. I figured this out. I asked Alexander. This would be a good. Would you rather? Would you rather like be up here for like two weeks out of the year where it's freezing cold like this? I mean, it was cold to go out there. Or would you rather be in Louisiana where it's like three months at a hundred degrees? You can't even go running. <laughs> and I think I would take that cold. Like I every time. Every time. I think I would too. Just because it's such a contrast that we don't have. But I mean, you got the mountains. You're at almost five thousand elevation. So it just it was colder than. Uh, seasonably i think when you get no single digits high 17 dude that's like went three days where it didn't even get above freezing so th- that's why i was worried about the houses you know i'm like oh shoot well when we were there me and green paul remember it my, pan- my pants were frozen stood up by themselves <laughs> <laughs> ice hike man well look guys we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week uh cc we miss you miss you cc know you'd had some great thoughts on uh on some perspective cc he's motivating to us absolutely you know how he's living his life doing his thing 
Um, if you guys, you know, listeners have any thoughts, comments on uh, what motivates you in life, we'd be happy to hear from you. If you do get a ch- chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, pass it on to a fellow friend, family member, we'd appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. If you feel like this your best life, won't you say?